Hey guys, it's Justin again, Fully Live Athlete Pastor Channel. Welcome back. It's the online Bible reading club. Uh, we are halfway through Genesis, and this is day 11. We're going to be looking at Genesis 27 and 28 today, and then uh, another portion of the Gospel uh, according to Matthew, the second half of chapter 8. All right, so as we're looking at the Genesis chapter, there's a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, we've got a major flash forward in the timeline here. We saw the birth of the twins uh, yesterday, twins, which would be Isaac's kids, uh, Esau and Jacob. Esau is the older, I, I, Jacob is the younger, and uh, there's a prophecy by God to the mother, Rebekah, uh, and it says that the older will serve the younger, which is an oddity. We see that sort of prefigured in the last chapter as well, because uh Esau, the older, sells his birthright to his younger brother for, for, for a meal. Uh, he despises his role as this uh, descendant of Abraham and the, the major redemptive historical realities that are going to come. Uh, well, anyway, you get into this chapter and you see, uh, again, flash forward, Isaac, this promised son of Abraham, is now very elderly. His vision is going and he says, go out to Esau. Esau, he says, go out to the, to the fields and bring back some wild game and we will cook a meal and I will give you my blessing. Well, Re uh, Rebecca schemes and while Esau is away, Jacob is dressed up like Esau by, by Rebecca's design to get the blessing. And he tricks, uh, they, they trick, they lie, they cheat, they invoke, the, they take the Lord's name in vain. Uh, they deceive. It's a it's a mess, and this is the history of Israel. You know, so who who are the original writer, readers of this? Well, Israel. Israel's been set free of of Egypt, and they're going to the Promised Land. Well, their their origin story is not pretty at all. Uh, in fact, that's all of our origin stories. We are all these uh, awful sinners. Uh, we've inherited original sin and our own actual sins, uh, but that's not what we are anymore. And so. Uh, once he gets the blessing, uh, there's some more cleanup of, hey, what's what's uh, Esau's future going to look like? Well, he's going to descend into this nation uh, that's going to separate eventually from uh, from Jacob. And they're going to settle east of the Jordan River, out of the Promised Land. And it'll be this rival to the brother. Now, but once, once he gets this, uh, Rebecca finds out that Esau is going to murder uh, he plans to murder his twin brother Jacob because of the stealing of the blessing and the and the and the father's blessing. Well, uh, she picks up another plan and sends the deceiver away. She sends Jacob away to uh, to Laban, and uh, that's going to be in the Mesopotamia area uh, in Haran. So he's going to go into this exile so that he can be safe and then eventually return. Now. Uh, brothers killing brothers is a, is a theme, as you see that's the very beginning uh, of the story of our sin, and that one brother gets jealous and kills the other brother with Cain and Abel in Genesis 4. And you see that almost happen here, but God protects him. And then while he's away, God appears to him in this vision, and you see that though he was a liar, though he was a deceiver, Jacob uh, is going to be called to something much better. Uh, the promises of the covenant are going to be uh, given to him in, in the next chapter in 28 uh, and you, this is the Jacob's ladder chapter and Jacob he has an encounter with God and he's changed by it 
And this is the thing is that God finds us with this terrible backstory and he gives us a new story. He gives us a new identity, uh, a new relationship by being covenant with him. And that's the good news. That's the gospel. Uh, we're not what we used to be. We're something entirely new. We were once sinners, but now we're called saints. And, and so the, the idea here is that by God's grace, we are a new creature and we, we do have a new status in his, in his world. Uh, and so think about that. As you, as you consider your own self, don't be defined by what you used to be in Christ, but because you're in Christ, be defined by what God declares you to be. Uh, in his relationship to you. Okay, so that's a huge, huge uh, lesson for us. And so we're going to see how this develops in future, uh, or tomorrow's reading, and in, in, uh, in the 12th day. But look, as you turn to the Gospel of Matthew, we'll, get, we'll make this quick today, uh, Matthew 8, you'll see that uh, there's three little stories connected here from eight, verse 18 down to the end of 34. The first is the cost of following Jesus. Uh, you will lose a lot of what you have sometimes to follow Jesus. Uh, that's very clear there. It says the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Follow me. Leave the dead to bury their own dead. There's going to be cost to your following of Jesus. But look at who Jesus is. With his voice, he can still a storm. Uh, he, the, the, what you give up is far... Uh, it is what what you or sorry, what you give up is far less than what you gain, uh, because you are in communion with the one who controls the wind with his voice. The word of God controls the weather, and he controls all things. You're going to see that uh, that the very as we saw Jacob rescued from murder in Genesis today, we see a great foreshadowing of what God in Christ is going to do. On the last day, in the last day, it is foretold in Revelation that Satan will be cast into the lake of fire and will be no more. This is our great enemy. This is the one who incited murder in uh, Genesis 4 and almost in Genesis 27 and 28. But look what happens here. Christ encounters the men with the demons and he takes the demons and he, with his voice, casts them into pigs and they drown. He drowns them into the sea. He drowns the demons down with the pigs in the sea. And think about that. He tells the wind to obey and it does. He tells Satan to obey. I'm imagining that last day that Jesus won't even have to take Satan with his own hands and throw him into this fire, but he will command Satan and Satan will willingly obey the voice of of not only the master but the master of all creation Jesus and that is what we have we have uh, a ladder from heaven to earth and in Christ we get to be with him forevermore with with God himself and we get to dwell with him he comes to us in fact so you see that that vision in Genesis 28 is a foreshadowing of what we have in Christ the joy of being with our Creator and being in righteousness with him and the, and the future that we have safe from Satan's devices because he, de he will demand the wind to obey, the demons to obey, and all of creation to obey. And it will be for his glory. I hope that helps you guys. Uh, that's day, ele day uh, 11. We'll see you soon for day 12. God bless. Hey, make sure you like it. Make sure you comment. Leave some of your questions here. I know there are questions. 
These things are not commonly known. We all have Bibles, but we don't often read them. And we don't even know how to do it. So I'm hoping to coach you guys through this and get it. Let's get through it together. God bless. Take care.